0: This is the World Industrial News for Wednesday, November 16th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugar Land, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part six of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid.
1: Where do the benefits come from? The biggest benefit is keeping the lights on. If you look at some of the mitigation measures we're taking against the the wildfires part of those would be undergrounding transmission lines which will take years if not decades part of it is putting smaller grids in the local cities where you can generate power for the important the hospitals the schools the uh, police etc but everybody needs to have those kinds of functionalities And so when we start looking at those kinds of functionalities, they'll be supported by more intelligence from the grid. The key is to generate the power we need to implement those functionality. We need to better manage this value, this intermittent power that we get from the solar and the wind, because sometimes the sun just doesn't shine. Sometimes it actually gets clouded. sometimes by smoke, and sometimes the wind doesn't blow. And that's not necessarily at the same time people need power and they don't need power. So this whole thing has to be better balanced. And as I was saying earlier, the grid communicates amongst its members at the speed of light. And so no matter how you think of the political boundaries of the power grid, everything is connected together. And what this bill is clearly showing Is that they now realize that not only are all the aspects of the grid connected together, but aspects of other things like water is part of the same equation because water, desalination, or any kind of purity water takes energy for it to run. Similar on sewer, similar on transportation. So these are all connected. The project that addresses these problems is a very large scale project.
0: Thanks for bringing in the water energy nexus, Pat. I appreciate that. And, and again, it's so refreshing to hear such a clear and concise uh, vision of what's happening here um, in the U.S. when it comes to the grid. It's, it's just it's a remarkable opportunity, as you mentioned. And 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 if we can focus on that for a second, Mona, can you walk us through, you know, let's follow the funds a bit. How can companies capitalize on this bill and modernizing the grid? To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Starting somewhere near the end of the pack among major economies, the U.S. government said it was vetting prospects for a 2-gigawatt wind energy facility off the coast of New York. The Bureau of Ocean Energy and Management said it received a draft environmental impact statement for the proposed Empire Wind Facility. The statement will determine whether the federal government approves construction, and if so, what steps would be necessary to mitigate any environmental Experimental Issues. Shell Chemical Appalachia LLC, a subsidiary of Shell PLC, has started operations at its polyethylene complex in Monica, Pennsylvania, the company said on Tuesday. Shell touted the $6 billion facility as the first major polyethylene complex in the northeastern U.S., with a capacity of 1.6 million metric tons per year. The facility is expected to ramp up to full production by the second half of 2023. Industrial Info is tracking more than $13.3 billion worth of projects under construction in Illinois. Thanks to some large rail projects, the industrial manufacturing industry leads the state in terms of overall project value. And U.S. petrochemical major ExxonMobil has announced plans for a carbon capture utilization and storage hub on the U.K. South Coast. Dubbed the Solent Cluster, ExxonMobil is joined in its efforts by a wide array of partners, including biofuel makers, aviation and maritime firms, and the University of Southampton. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.